You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. Today we'll be discussing how new technology is addressing dentinal hypersensitivity. Our guest is Dr. William Pavelitz, a graduate of Temple Dental School. He also speaks nationally and internationally for dental organizations, learning institutions, and national and local dental study clubs. Before we get started, I would like to mention that Dr. Pavelitz will be presenting a live webinar on VivaLearning.com titled The Magic of Prevention. It is scheduled for Tuesday, July 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on VivaLearning.com. As always, the webinar is free and you can earn live interactive CE credit. Dr. Pavelitz, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Oh, thanks for having me, Phil. This is some very interesting stuff we're going to be talking about today because Ormuser technology is kind of new and we're very curious to see what the chemistry is and how it affects especially hypersensitive teeth and how it's used procedurally as a direct restorative bonding and, and so forth. So to begin, tell us what Ormusers are. Sure. Actually, what they're made of is actually within their name. They are an organically modified ceramic particle, and they are produced in a lab. And as the first um, part of that um, definition is organic, they are modified to a certain extent, but they have the uh, properties of a ceramic material. How is this different than materials that are out there now? Do, is this unique in its own way where you can't get this anywhere else other than through Voco, who sells it? Well, interesting enough, Ormersers have been used in other um, industries. Eyeglasses, both of us are wearing eyeglasses right now. They use it as a coating um, over cable lines for water resistance. Some of the benefits that you get out of using an organically modified ceramic is longer wear resistance, longevity of the material they can be used as a, as you stated you know in a bonding or a restorative material but used as um, hypersensitivity desensitizers you're looking at something that goes on like a bonding agent there's no acid etch prior to the material and after light curing the material it stays on the tooth surface up to 24 months without wearing off quite unusual when you compare it to the the predecessors that we've seen as desensitizers. I know um, some hygienists would actually use uh, fluoride varnish, or you can use something that is resin-based, like a bonding agent, but I probably wouldn't want to incorporate that etch in that procedure because the patient's tooth surface is sensitive. Okay, so we have a patient that comes in, tooth number 27, there's some gingival recession, the patient's complaining of some hypersensitivity to hot and cold or, or more to cold, um, and I'm a retired endodontist, so of course that's going to, okay. that's going to, you know, some bells will go off there when they say they're sensitive to hot and cold, but let's say it's very minor and it lasts two to three seconds and it doesn't happen all the time. What do you do for that tooth using the Ormuser material? So, you know, um, one product specifically, the Admira Protect, which is an Ormuser-based desensitizer, the clinician, whether it be the dentist or the hygienist, actually makes sure that the area is um, clean. You're going to massage the um, agent, the Admira Protect, on that surface. You're going to light cure it, and you're going to repeat. So it should take them less than two minutes, and the results are instantaneous. You can actually take any kind of agent, as you stated, maybe the patient is sensitive to cold or ice, water, air, and actually place that 
stimulus over the area that you just covered and instantaneously it covers off those dental tubules and the patient doesn't feel it. So other than the fact that you don't need acid etch with this material, which is a big thing because you certainly don't want to use acid etch if you don't have to uh, on a tooth that's already hypersensitive, what else does the Ormacer chemistry offer? Well, I think the chemistry is quite unique because um, there are certain resin-based desensitizers in the marketplace. They might be a macro or a micro hybrid chemistry, but they generally only have a short staying power, maybe six months up to a year. But with the ormisers, because of the chemical bonds between the particles and the matrix of the material, it allows for a higher bond strength onto the surface and that wear resistance somebody would have to be a constant toothbrush abrader over and over to even try to make a dent into an ormiser compared to some of the micro or the macro um, chemistries out there. Right. So I can see why the wear resistance is better because of the ceramic part of it. But how does it adhere to the tooth without creating that hybrid layer, you know, where the collagenous fibers Sure. Go? So again, um, relying on mechanical retention, the material interlocking with the dental tubules, the smaller particle size of the material allows the adherence, more surface area contact with the material. Obviously on enamel, it should do very well. Exposed dentin versus cementum, any kind of change in treatment or it's all the same, it's, it's agnostic? No, that's a good question, Phil. When you look at it, the possibilities of this material, again, on enamel, cementum, smooth root surface, Think about it even with like an open margin on a crown or on a restoration. That patient may have already exhausted their dental benefits, but a simple procedure of sealing off that exposed area with something that takes the clinician less than two minutes to do um, can actually get them through maybe the rest of the year or through the time that they're able to then have the restoration um, either replaced or repaired. So you've used other types of desensitizing agents in the past in your career. Sounds like you really sold on Ormacer technology. Uh, yeah, the Ormacer, I mean, even though it seems new to dentistry, it's been out in other industries for so long. I mean, you know, our iPhones actually have an Ormacer protection over the glass to stop it from, from fracturing. And its impact with dentistry, and I think with this day and age where our patients, and even as a clinician, the biocompatibility of the material, something that's more organic, that doesn't give off a lot of those harmful monomers that some of the other um, earlier desensitizers may have. So is this a material that would replace the traditional varnish that you know hygienists typically put on a tooth that's hypersensitive? Well, I, I think I, it wouldn't replace a varnish because this is generally for spot treating somebody on lower anteriors or a cervical root exposure. Um, if, a, if a hygienist or a doctor, he or she would actually apply it to all of the tooth surface, they're sealing off all of the dental tubules. And it acts as almost like car wax over your car or a, a fine clear nail polish for somebody who just had their nails done. You want to protect that undercoating, but it, nothing is going to penetrate that. So again, fluoride varnish is, is ideal for that overall fluoride release. This is something for that patient who has something that is an area where they're constantly complaining about 
um, issues with um, pain or sensitivity. Right, because the fluoride varnish, obviously, that carries protection, preventative Correct. dentistry, yep. right? Yeah. Okay, so um, reimbursement as far as well, profitability for dental offices. That's another um, amazing thing with the Ormisur or a resin-based desensitizer. The CDT actually changed their description of a resin-based desensitizer. The old code 9910 would be used as a general desensitizing agent. And you can use that with glutaldehyde or um, another type of desensitizer that isn't resin-based. But they actually changed that definition with the code 9911, and it is um, a resin-based desensitizer that is light-cured. So it changes the, the procedure itself, not anything added onto the armentarium other than a curing light. And the payout for a resin-based desensitizer anywhere on the average is between $15 and $40 per tooth, where the earlier uh, desensitizing, you'd probably only get 5 to $10 for uh, glutaldehyde uh, desensitizing application. It's very profitable. And the way that these um, desensitizers are actually now packaged in single blister dose, um, something that costs the doctor less than a dollar twenty cents for two minutes of their time or the hygienist time is very profitable. So what's the chief complaint that the patient typically presents with where Admira Protect would come into play? They're usually telling us the same area of the mouth, that one particular tooth. It's, you know, very sensitive. I, you know, when I'm eating or drinking, maybe even getting up on a cold morning when you're in, in the East Coast and you kind of breathe in and they have that sensitivity issue right in the area. And the doctor, he or she examines the area. You know, nothing is catching in my shepherd's hook, but I still want to treat the patient's discomfort. And I would actually go with the route of a like your desensitizer and then watch it over a period of time. And as I said, many of these Ormisur-based desensitizers have longevity up to 24 months. So I think there's a lot of patient compliance too to say, hey, you did that on that tooth in the front, maybe the canine or the premolar, I have a, a something in the back, maybe a molar that, that has the same issues. So they're definitely asking for the procedure by name. So Right. So the initial complaint would be sensitive to hot and cold, but then of course you do some investigation and rule out any endodontic implications. That right. is correct. Yes. So as yes, soon as you, you don't see anything radiographically, no swelling, no extended pain for more than three seconds, um, it doesn't throb. These are the kind of things, obviously, you're going to look at as an endodontic potential issue, but you're pretty sure that uh, using this material, especially after you do some restorative work, because that's something where post-operative sensitivity might occur, mm -hmm. using this material, you're pretty sure that that patient will feel comfortable immediately after you put this on. Yeah, I'm a firm believer of trying what I talk about. And I'm actually a, a patient who has some cervical erosion around my canine and premolar on, on the lower left. And um, I've actually had my clinician place it. And it's been in place for over a year and a half. And I, I don't experience the, the sensitivity that I had prior to it. So um, 
I believe in what I preach. That's been great information, Dr. Pavelitz. Do you have a webinar coming up, I think, right? Yeah, I, I mentioned that uh, in the introduction. Yes. We do. We do with Viva Learning. So um, we're going to go into a little bit more of the chemistry and talk about the impact of the Ormisers and even nanotechnology, which go hand in hand with the, the Ormiser-based materials. So yeah, right. it should be quite interesting. Yeah, I mentioned that in the intro. That is July 19th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on VivaLearning.com. And sign up for that webinar. It's free, as I mentioned, and you'll get live interactive CE credit. Thank you very much, doctor. And we look forward to having you on future podcasts. And we look forward to your webinar coming up on July 19th. I appreciate it, Phil. Thank you very much for your time. Have a good day.